Hello and everyone, welcome to episode 9 of the Pointy Flatcast. I am your host, Ducky O'Brien. And today, we have another lovely day. Another day to grind. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to our content creation podcast. Usually, I'm joined by my co-host, Oakface Gaming. He's not available today. Hopefully, he'll join us next time. But, the show must go on. So today, I'm going to keep it really short and really simple i want to talk about how to be a content creator when you have limited funds i think this is probably the truth for everyone when they start out i think very few people are blessed to be in a position where you can commit full time to be a content creator and have all the funding that you need for equipment for games all of that most of us you know either you're young and you don't have a job or you have to work to support yourself and you have expenses so the amount of funding you have is limited so i'll go over a few ways that can help you kind of overcome those barriers those financial barriers so one of the tips that i got is from oakface himself the oak man hit me up with this pro tip there are sites out there that will hook up content creators with free games uh, I'm going to list two of them. These are the two that I know. There's probably more. You can look them up. One is keymailer.co, and the other is terminals.io. So basically what you do is you sign up for an account on these sites. You submit all of your socials, uh, your platforms that you're on, like Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, whatever, Twitter, Instagram, and then you wait to get your account approved. Now, if you have enough followers, and enough views, uh, they're going to approve your account. It's going to be accredited. After that, once that happens, you can start requesting keys to games. And most of these games, they'll give you early access. And that early access is huge because you can have your content out before other people. And that means you get more hits, you get more exposure. It works out, all right? So this is key. It also works if you have a written blog as well. You can submit all sorts of platforms. And, uh, and then what happens, though, is that there is a PR person who looks over your request and they'll review your account and see what kind of games you review, how in-depth you go, how many views you get. And then if they think that you're a match, they'll approve you and you'll get that key. And then you actually have to make content and then submit your coverage. Keymailer does it automatically terminals uh, you have to submit manually i believe and then you build up a record over time on these platforms on these uh, distribution sites so you have to do your due diligence you can't just ask for free keys and expect to get them but this is a huge help in that you don't have to pay for these games because i know your budget can be super tight um i don't have money to cover all the games that i want to (laughs) and I think that's that's one thing I hope the the PR people understand on these platforms is you know for small time content creators we don't have unlimited funding to buy every single game and cover it so if they're wondering why for like asking for a certain type of key when they don't see that game uh you know coverage for that game on on our content that we create it might be because we have a limited budget. But anyways, there you have it: keymailer.co and terminals.io. Uh, one thing I would recommend is don't ask for too many keys because if you get them, you have to cover all those games, right? 
So try to realistically think about how much content you can create uh, using those keys. Also, one thing you have to do is you have to stay humble because let's say you only get like 10 average views or whatever on a game, you know, it's not going to be worth the PR person's time to give you a free key. I'm just stating the facts here. Just think of it in terms of if they were to spend that money on advertisement to get impressions, how many impressions would they get? depending on the cost of the game, right? So, you know, when they give you a key, they're expecting to get at least a certain number of impressions. So, you know, work really hard, stay humble. The other method you can do is something that I saw Gamer Craig do, which is that you can go out and contact PR people. You can go look for sponsorships. You can go look for uh, early access to games. This is harder because you gotta make cold calls to PR people. You're gonna get rejected. Anyone who does sales knows that, you know, maybe like, I don't know, 70% of the time it's gonna be a no. Maybe even 90 nowadays. It's really hard. You just gotta keep doing it, never give up, be persistent, be humble, uh, but be persistent and keep going after those leads. Now, if you can, if you can build up a relationship, with these PR folk, uh, then you can have a, a insider business connection and you, that will help you in your career to making content. Now, one thing to remember when talking to these folks is it's a business, right? It's a business. They want to get as much exposure, positive exposure for the game that they possibly can. So when you go approach these guys, you have to talk in terms of how much exposure you can bring. Not only that, how much, uh, how many sales you can provide. That's even better. So when you're, you know, when you're talking to these PR people, you can convince them uh, in certain ways. Like for me, for example, my viewership numbers are pretty small. But if you look at my chat numbers, it's really high on Twitch at least. So according to the number of views that I get on average uh, for, let's say, Astroneer, I think I had on one stream that averaged like three people watching or six people and like only like 90 live views and like 50 unique views, almost 500 messages. It was an active chat. People were nonstop talking on it. And that's because like, I guess they feel like I'm approachable or they feel like I'm chill. I respond to them. I, you know, I can have a conversation with them. So, like, I'm engaging with my viewers because I care about them. I understand that I can't exist as a content creator without my viewers. So, you know, like, if you can tell the, the PR people, the publishers, the devs, whatever it is, hey, look, I know my numbers may be small, but numbers that I do get, they're engaged in the content I'm creating. They, they will trust me if I produce a piece of content because I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm going to tell the darn truth. If I really like something, I like it. And if I don't like it, I'll say I don't like it. But I will still play the game to understand it and complete it and un fully understand the game to the point where I understand why I don't like it or things that I can appreciate about the game, even though it might not be my cup of tea. But yeah, just keep that in mind. It takes a go-getter attitude. Um, to, you know, get a leg up in this world of content creation. Yeah, for games, for anything. Like, if you want to talk about podcasting or movies, one thing I thought about doing was 
going to my local movie theater and be like, hey, can you hand out these flyers to my podcast? Um, I, I, I'm locally produced here. I, I live in the theater. I, I, would you like to check out my podcast? If you like it, can you hand out these flyers to people at the theater? They might say no. But the thing is, like, you have to look for opportunities. And if they don't exist, you have to go create them. Things will not just come to you. If you're incredibly lucky, opportunities will come to you, but usually they don't. So <laughs> go out there. It takes an inquisitive mind to look for opportunities where they don't exist. And it also takes a lot of perseverance, a lot of courage to go out and just ask people, right, for help, for, for a chance. And you're going to get rejected a lot. That's just normal, all right? Uh, don't feel bad because of that. Just keep going. If one thing fails, look for another opportunity. Or the thing that failed or a door that might have been closed may open later. All right? Anyways, hope that helps. So we got two things. We got uh, sites to get early access to games for free, keymailer.co and terminals.io. Again, you may not get approved if your accounts are really small if you have lower than 50 viewers uh, and you don't get that many numbers it may take months but just keep trying all right just keep trying second thing you can do is go out and talk to publishers and go out and look for sponsors all right you don't have to wait for them to come to you just go out and do it but always be humble always be polite and always be persistent all right and another thing uh, to do is to take advantage of referral programs. So I'm hosting my podcast on Pinecast and I paid for a couple of months. I think the service is great personally for, I have the basic starter plan for $5 a month. I think it's fantastic for what I'm doing. It's perfect for what I am doing right now. All these other podcast platforms, they cost a little bit more and they provide you know a few more services but i don't really need it at my stage because i am a small podcast <laughs> so, i don't have a lot of listeners for my movie podcast and i don't have a lot of listeners to this one but i'm gonna keep going obviously but anyways the referral program is nice because you know first of all they give you a coupon code for uh, 40 percent off for five months for four months sorry that's fantastic once you use that code, you know, you get 40% off. I, you know, my plan was like $3 a month instead of 5 And then after someone pays for two months, you get credit for the two months that they paid. So if they, you know, use the basic plan, you get 10 bucks. If they use anything more expensive, you get more. So you can, you know, use this referral code as a means of advertising for Pinecast. That's what they want you to do. They want you to get that Pinecast name out there take that opportunity to advertise for them and it benefits you right you can you know use forums you can use coupon sites you can use uh you know if you have a platform on youtube or twitch you can drop that affiliate link there that referral code you know just be honest be like hey uh, i get you know blank months off if you do this i get some money some kickback and people, if they want to support you, they'll, they'll use that link. And if you're like, if you don't want to use it, here's just the site without my referral code. You don't have to enter anything or click on anything. But if you want to help me out, you can use it. So thanks to that, I managed to get 
at least a year free. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good. So that is a huge burden off because, yeah, I don't have the funds to do all of this stuff. Everything costs money. If you want to do it well, even the lowest barrier to entry, there's some cost there. And, you know, when your budget is super tight, it's really hard. It's really rough. Either if you spend a lot of time working, you're not going to have a lot of time making content. If you spend a lot of time making content, your funds are going to be really low because you're not working during that time. <laughs> That's just the case for me. So, but yeah, thanks to that, you know, I'm really grateful to the people who used my referral code. Uh, I have about a year free on Pinecast now, thanks to that. And the next thing I'm looking to do is start a blog. Uh, this is going into kind of spreading exposure. I think having a written body of work is fantastic because it's something you can refer back to. Um, people can credit you. Also, it helps a lot with search engine optimization. There are still a lot of folk who want written format, written form. It's, it's still desirable. Not as much nowadays. You know, YouTube is more popular. Twitch is more popular. But having that, will help you quite a bit because if you develop your writing skills, you can make better YouTube content. You can write a script, have it sound natural, uh, you know, have your thought process be smoother, flow smoother. So when you're on a live stream, you can organize your thoughts and kind of get it out there smoothly and sound, you know, like you know what you're talking about. You're not fumbling around for words. Um, definitely helps for podcasts as well. You know, some people are naturally gifted at talking, but if you aren't, definitely writing out your thoughts, kind of getting that process down, will help you quite a bit. So again, uh, what I'm trying to do here. So the problem that I have right now is okay. I want to create a blog. I need to get it hosted. Where do I do it? How much is it gonna cost me? So one thing to do is ask your your community for help. I'm. I'm blessed in that I have a lot of tech-savvy tech savvy people in my community. A lot of them are programmers. A lot of them are developers. A lot of them are tech people, IT people. A lot of them are content creators. So, you know, like one of them just told me, hey, you want to create a blog? Just use WordPress. They give you a basic plan for like $4 a month. So I was, I was looking into it before I started this podcast. The things I was looking for is do they have a referral code so I can knock some some of that, you know, financial burden off. Um, is there a way I can monetize this to maybe, you know, get rid of that financial burden? But yeah, all things to consider. Uh, but yeah, one thing that I really wanted to do was start a blog because rather than ha force people to watch a video, because I myself do not like watching videos unless I have to, I like reading a website because I can mine that information very quickly in like 30 seconds i can skim a short article get all the information i need and get out and i don't have to waste any time so my desire is i want to write a gaming blog to cover all the news not just the news but like guides i want to make guides on like astroneer all the games i'm playing and i want it to be super condensed and to the point and i want all the relevant information on the top and anything else detailed, I want to be on the bottom with pictures and all of that. So if you want to look at, you know, graphics, you want to read through, you can after you read the first chunk of information. Because I think today a lot of content is bloated. Um, 
you know, like the 10 minute video average on YouTube. That's because you can insert an ad mid roll, <laughs> right? That's why 10 minutes is the thing. And, you know, I don't want to make a video that's 10 minutes unless I have to. Like, I keep my videos short and I think people appreciate that. Because a lot of the comments I get on my YouTube channel are thank you for making this informational video and thank you for keeping it short. Uh, so that's a strength. And I want that in written form, which means you get the information even faster. Another thing I want to do is I want to make a movie blog and I want to write my movie reviews on there because I, I love writing and I want to organize my thoughts on, on my movie podcast into something more concrete, something more well thought out, something that goes in depth. Like you don't hear that from the podcast as much because it's more conversational. It's three friends talking to each other and having a fun time. By the way, a small ad for myself here. Our latest episode covers her uh, from 2013 starring Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson and Amy Adams and a lot of people, a lot, lot more other people. Not a lot, just a few more. It's a small movie. But I enjoy the heck out of that movie and I enjoy the podcast and uh, I like it. I like my own podcast. <laughs> I'm a little biased here, but I like how it turned out. And I hope people listen to it and enjoy it. But yeah, like the problem I'm having with any podcast is it's really hard to get exposure. Most people have been doing it for five years before they get any traction. Most people have been doing it for 10 years before they get any traction. And for me, I was thinking of ways to increase exposure for the podcast. And one way to do that is have a blog, have something that a body of written work that can be found by a search engine much easier. And then, you know, you can link your podcast in your movie reviews. So I was thinking, like, I would review her, make a long-form written review. I would have the short form on top. And then link my podcast into it to increase exposure. I'm basically advertising for myself. And I think this is kind of key, and it's a lot easier to do. And don't just go with the attitude of, thinking of it just solely as advertisement, just provide value. Always provide value to the person consuming your content. So uh, added benefit is that I get more exposure if I write a blog. But honestly, for myself, creatively speaking, I I really want to write. And I want to provide concise information. Also, another thing that I absolutely hate about blogs today is they don't fact check at all. They will just simply grab a news article that they see somewhere without checking the source, without checking the facts. And they post it as news because they need to be first, right? So for me, I'll give you guys an example. When I saw the Joker, I really wanted to make a review video, but I didn't have footage. So instead of trying to get there and write the trend for more views, I want to make a quality review on that movie because I really liked it. I think Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic job. He's my favorite Joker now in that he, the Joker that he portrayed kind of felt like a real person. You know, like you could see this person existing, like the circumstances and all of that. You know, whereas uh, I think Heath Ledger did an excellent job portraying like a comic book villain. Um, I love Mark Hamill. I think he's probably one of my top favorites of all time. But yeah, like he, uh, I mean, Joaquin did a fantastic job. It feels super real. Anyways, 
going back to the blog thing, I think, uh, you know, being on multiple platforms is important. I mentioned that before in the previous uh, episodes, but I think a blog is kind of overlooked because people don't want to make written form, you know, content. It's the easiest to optimize for search engines. It's the easiest to be found by a search engine. So consider that uh, it doesn't take a lot of time to write. It, you know, like you can write one article a day. If you, if you got a lot of free time, you can write one article a week. It, it doesn't matter. But I think exercising your mind, uh, getting in the habit of organizing your thoughts is very beneficial. And I think everything, whatever you do, creatively starts from an idea in your mind and being able to get it out and visualize it, I think is also an important skill. Anyways, I think that's going to be it for today's podcast. I know it's short. So briefly going over what we talked about, uh, there are ways to alleviate or kind of lighten the financial burden of being a content creator. Uh, you can use sites like keymailer.co and terminals.io uh, to get connections to PR people or in publishers and devs and get some early access games for free. The early access is key. For a content creator, if you get a game before most other people, you can you can be the first person out there. Second thing is to take advantage of referral programs and recognize them for what they are. You're doing advertising for the platform that you are using or the hosting solution, whatever it is. Uh, use that to your advantage. There are opportunities there. The third thing is uh, you don't have to wait for opportunities to come to you. Be a go-getter. Go out there. Look for sponsorships, look for connections to publishers, developers, PR people. Look for opportunities and create them. Don't just wait for them to come to you because sometimes they won't or it'll take a long time. And you're going to fail a lot. You're going to get rejected a lot. Don't let that dishearten you or get jaded. Always stay humble, always stay positive, and always stay persistent. And remember, when you're talking to these people, they're just doing a job. So... Talk in numbers. Be like, all right, uh, I might have small viewership, but I have a huge high number of interactions with the with the audience. I, my engagement numbers are great. Look at my chat numbers per stream, you know? There's always some way that you can kind of show these people that you have some value to bring. All right, so just think of it in that perspective. Finally, Think about creating a written body of work via blogs or whatever. Uh, you can use Twitter. Um, you can use anything. Just think about it. Uh, I think it's worth doing. It might not be relevant to a lot of people, but I honestly think written form isn't dead yet. Long form writing, short form, I don't think it's dead yet. It's the easiest to optimize for search engines, so consider that. And finally, just in a bit of gaming-related news, Overwatch 2 has been announced and revealed. I'm a huge Overwatch fan, although I do hate the game sometimes, um, or most of the times. You know, I, I do love it. It comes from a place of love. It looks fantastic, by the way. People want to figure out what it looks like. There are a, There is a cinematic trailer on YouTube as well as a gameplay trailer. It kind of looks like a... Very light MMO or a looter shooter. On top of Overwatch 2, you can level up your characters. You can customize their abilities. So there's character progression. I think there's going to be item drops. There's a 
an appearance overhaul for each of the characters. It's going to be like a huge story mode. On top of that, it's going to have the competitive modes that you're used to. And all of the competitive modes and heroes and maps are going to be shared with Overwatch 1. So Overwatch 1 players will not miss out. And Overwatch 2 players will be able to play with Overwatch 1 players. Another thing to uh, note is that the your progression in Overwatch 1 will carry over to Overwatch 2. So I think that's pretty cool. Diablo 4 was also revealed. I don't think it looks good. Honestly, Diablo 3 has one of the worst stories I've ever seen. <laughs> they killed off Decker Kane in the very beginning. And I know, spoilers maybe, but the game is older, right? <laughs> Yeah, if you look at the story to uh, Diablo 3, there's some hilarious condensed videos on Diablo 3 for the story, and it just shows how poor the writing has become for Blizzard. Uh, maybe you like the story. Uh, that's fine. In my opinion, I think it was poorly written. Like, I'm just thinking of StarCraft Brood War and StarCraft 1. Uh, the story there was amazing. There were these small maps and small side missions that reveal so much. It was just through character dialogue mostly. And it's incredible. And and then StarCraft 2 it has a lot more like like huge cutscenes, all of this, and yeah, I, it just made it worse. Anyways, there you have it folks. I'm pretty excited for Overwatch 2. Uh yeah, I'm hyped. I, I'm probably gonna get it day one. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be disappointed at the community as well. <laughs> I play a lot of competitive. I, it's the only thing I play most of the time. And yeah. Oh, it gets me so tilted sometimes. Anyways. Thank you so much for dropping by. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's mostly my friends listening. You know, Drew listens to this podcast. Shout out to Drew. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Uh, might get a few other people listening to it. Uh, my cousin, my cousin Josh there, he started a uh, vlog too on YouTube. I should ask him for his channel. Anyways, shout out to Josh. How you doing? <laughs> and then obviously my co-host, Oakface Gaming. I think he's busy living life. And that's okay. That's okay with me. It's He's in Australia, so it's going to be early Saturday mornings. And, you know, if you got a life to live, you don't want to wake up that early. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, anyways. Yeah, thank you guys so much for dropping by and listening. I, I really do appreciate it. I'm going to drop some of my links here if you want to check me out. I'm your host, Ducky O'Brien. My real name is Sam. You can call me whatever you want. Anyways, I am Ducky O'Brien on Twitch. And I am Archivers on Mixer and on YouTube as well. And I run two podcasts. This one is called The Pointy Flatcast. We talk about being a content creator all the things that go with being a content creator and any tips and tricks that we learn along the way. And then my other podcast is the Pointy Hatcast. And that is where I talk about movies with two of my buddies. Hopefully you'll check those out. Remember to subscribe. <laughs> that helps your podcast. Anyways, I have uh, Instagram and Twitter if you want to follow me on there. I really don't use those platforms. I hate social media, but if you want to use it, I will update it uh, grudgingly. My Twitter is stirredupurgogi. 
I'll let you figure that out. <laughs> I'm not gonna be mean though. If you if you wanna know how to spell it, it's B U L G O G I. Okay, I I think. And then my Instagram is the Daily Life of Kemi. It's an ant in Korean, but it's spelled G E M I. Right, Daily Life of Kemi. All right. I think that covers everything. Oh, I have merch too. <laughs> it's in the link in my um, Twitch panel. I'll link it in the description. Anyways, I'm gonna post my referral code to Pinecast as well. You know, might as well do what I'm saying <laughs> to do in my own podcast. If you wanna get a 30% off your 40% off your subscri- subscription to Pinecast for four months. Can use my referral code. I'll have it in the description. I like this platform. I genuinely like it. I'm not just saying that so I can get you to sign up. Uh, I have two podcasts on this platform, and I'm thinking of starting another one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, once again, if you use that and you pay for two months, I get credit for whatever two months that you paid for. Just letting you know, I'm being 100% transparent here. All right, with that. I can't thank you guys enough. I know I repeated that a lot, but I really do mean it because it's really hard getting one view on anything, one listener. So the fact that you're giving me your time, I appreciate the heck out of that. And catch you guys next time. 